Dear Lord, thank you, Father, for this opportunity you give us, Father, to learn more about your will, your word, and your way. Pray, dear Lord, that something may be said or done, dear Lord, that may um, challenge us, dear Lord, Father, to continue to live more for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 25. And we're talking about the birth of Christ. Um, when we talk about the birth of Christ, let's first go ahead and get this out the way and make sure that it's very, very clear. We are not talking about Christ's birthday because we don't really have the date for his birthday. We are talking about Christ coming, being born of a virgin to save us from our sins. Just Christ, his first time coming to this world. We don't know his birthday, but we do know that Christ came it's pretty, um, we believe because God has given us the faith to, to believe. Many may doubt, but there's also um, pretty much a lot of information um, historically that will be able to um, be, be able to um, validify the fact that Jesus Christ really came. So we're not celebrating his birthday. We're fact, celebrating the fact that he came. With that being said, let's go ahead and Start with verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. So we know that Mary was impregnated by God, meaning God formed Christ in her, her womb before she even even um, knew her husband, meaning that they um, consummated their 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 marriage, and we know what that means. Um, but the Lord had put Jesus in Mary's womb. Now there are many reasons that we need need to understand why God had to do it. Number one is that if Joseph would have done it, it still would have it. Uh, it still would have been from the seed of Adam, which is a a sinful seed, right? So if it would have came from Adam, then that which would have came out of Mary and through Mary would have been a sinful seed. And Jesus coming to the world had to be a perfect, holy, unblemished, spotless sacrifice, a spotless lamb, one who had no sin or knew no sin. And so we first have to start there that the reason why God had to form Jesus in the womb is because what? Because Adam was sinful and we needed a perfect savior. We think about ourselves. I mean, I, I know your parents might look at you and they'd be like, that's my baby. <laughs> That's my baby, but it's some days where that's just like, boy, girl, you getting on my nerves. You keep doing what I asked you not to do because you are a seed of Adam, right? You're a sinful seed. And what, what has changed us, what helps us, what molds us, what shapes us is that the fact that Jesus Christ has entered our hearts and our minds and changed the way that we think, changed the way that we walk change the way that we talk and change the way that we do things and that is the reason why we can live the life that we live so 
Verse 18, once again, now the birth of Jesus was on his wise when as his mother Mary was his spouse of Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. <laughs> so on one hand, we have that, <laughs> that God uh, impregnates um, Mary and he puts forms Jesus in the womb we have that happen and then on the other hand we have Joseph who was going to be wedded to Mary who was already in the stages to Mary 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 he was already in those stages and now he finds out that she is pregnant and there's there's no answer for it at the moment but look at Joseph Joseph did not, he didn't act a fool. He didn't go crazy. He just said, you know what? I'm going to take care of this matter privately. I'm going to take care of it in private. And so then if they were, if you were caught in adultery, what are some of the things that could have happened back then? Killed. Killed? Mm -hmm. Can't hear you. Pushing. Well, I mean, you could get hurt, harmed. I would say that hurt, harmed, killed. These are all the different things that could have happened because she was pregnant and Joseph thought it might have been adultery. Right. He didn't know. And so the first thing we have here is the revelation of Christ, the revelation of Christ, Christ revealed. Christ is revealed and as a result of the revelation of Christ that there are two things that happen number one Mary is impregnated and two Joseph is now wanting to put her away but he's going to put her away privately and so Jesus coming to this earth wasn't no peaceful um, birth it was more so a birth of turmoil because in one sense Mary is now having to deal with her husband thinking that she committed adultery and Joseph has is dealing with the same thing that he's thinking that the wife committed adultery and it's one in which that he, they're both going they that Mary knows that the baby that's in her is Jesus and Joseph and as we go down and read a little bit further in verse um 20 on down we're going to find out that it is the Christ it is the Lord in whom the prophet said would come Moving in verse 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to make unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Continues to go into the revelation. If your wife is pregnant and she says she didn't cheat on you, your wife says she doesn't talk to anybody else. You going to need a revelation from who? From the Lord. God going to have to reveal something to you. Because boy, oh boy, I don't know about you. I'm going to need a revelation. I'm going to need 
God to talk to me. I'm going to need to hear his voice. I'm going to need his direction. I'm going to need everything I need in order for me to be like, all right, Mary, I love you, babe. Instead of being like, boy, I'm about to put you away privately. <laughs> like, they, we're going to stone you out in the backyard where nobody's looking. We're going to put you away privately, right? You need a revelation. And so here it is revealed to Joseph after it has already been revealed to Mary that Jesus the Christ is being born. And the baby that is in her is of God. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. We need some revelation, right? Moving into verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. It goes all the way back to verse 18 where I talked about how that if the baby, if Christ were not born, um, if Christ were not born through the spirit and he was born through Adam, the world would still be sinful. Right. But the fact that he was born through Christ, born through God, formed in Mary's womb, a virgin allow for verse 21 Jesus to come and save us from our sins that is the important thing that this needed to happen so that Jesus can save us from our sins and so what we find here secondly not only do we have a revelation of Christ number two we have hope in Christ we have hope in Christ so the hope that we have is a hope. It's not a hope where we be like, I hope, I hope I get get some shoes for Christmas, and I want those Jordans. That no, that's not the hope we're talking about. Because even though you hope to get those Jordans, you might not, might not get the Jordans, right? But guess what? This hope we have is that we we know that God has sent Jesus Christ. We know that He saved. Um, saved us from our sins. And we know that we shall see him again. And when he returns, he is going to save us from all turmoil, all danger, all the sins. He's going to save us from ourselves. We sinful too. He's going to save us from ourselves when he returns. And so Jesus, Jesus is our hope. Moving on to verse 22, it says, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. So not only do we have revelation in Christ, not only do we have hope in Christ, but... We also know that we have God what? with us. God is with us. When Jesus came to this earth, he was God in the flesh. God in the flesh. He did miracles. He did things that only God himself can do. Right. The disciples, when they were on the water in the boat on the water and the seas began to just 
just go crazy. Jesus was sleeping. And as they, they, they got concerned and they got scared, they touched Jesus and said, wake up. Do you care not that we are about to what? Die. Perish. Jesus wakes up. Oh, ye a little faith. And he says to the winds and the sea, <laughs> behave. And then the, the disciple says, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the seas obey him. God came and he was here. He was with us wrapped in flesh. But he was not like, our, our, like not like Adam. He was the second Adam. He was the ultimate perfection in which we are to look to, in which we are to trust, in which we place our hope in. Closing out in verses 24 through 25. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Not only do we have a revelation of Christ, hope in Christ and knowing that God is with us, the truth, <laughs> the truth at the end of this, this verse Says Joseph, what? The truth shall set you free. It said Joseph free. Because <laughs> as Joseph had got up, let's read it together, verse 24, 25. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took him, his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. The truth set Joseph free. First, Joseph was about to privately take Mary, right? And possibly kill her, possibly do harm to her, or possibly put her away, right? And now that Joseph found the truth out, Joseph goes from wanting to put her away privately to now clinging on to her as his wife. Yes. Mary, um, so, so, so he, he can kill him, mm -hmm. so he can kill her, and, and, um, he had two dogs with him. Okay. Well, here, Joseph <laughs> now clings to marry his wife, and he does, he does exactly what the angel tells him to do. Wait until she has had a, had Jesus before they would come to know each other intimately. And so now here, Joseph has the truth and the truth has set him free. And so the very same thing happens for us that there are many speculations. There are many things that we wrestle and we fight about with Christ. And then eventually God touches and he changes our heart and we are shaped and we're molded and we place our trust in Christ and he sets us free from all of our sins. Now, it doesn't mean that we are where we don't sin or we don't fall. It just simply means that we place our trust in him and he allows for us day by day to put off the old and put on a new, put off the old and put on a new and continue to change our hearts and our minds to live for him. Dear God, thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, dear Lord, Father, for 
allowing us to live and just see another day. Thank you for the birth of Christ and how it has impacted our lives and changed us, dear Lord, in a way that only you can, dear Lord. Dear Lord, Father, we know, dear Lord, Father, that the only way, dear Lord, that we, dear Lord, can be saved, dear Lord, Father, is to, dear Lord, ask you, dear Lord, and repent of our sins, dear Lord, knowing that we are sinners, dear Lord, Father, and that we don't deserve to be saved, but you sent a, a holy sacrifice in your Son and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, dear Lord, that all who believe and call on his name, dear Lord, might be saved. And we pray, dear Lord, that you may save those, dear Lord, Father, who don't know you, dear Lord. And the Lord help us to grow closer and closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>